As we enter into the first big week of college football action, I thought it would be a good time to go into, now that the rosters are set with transfer portals and everything going on, it's hard to to keep a solid evaluation of a roster when it's so much in flux. But now we certainly know, and has been for a while, but now we know through who's available and who's not, the top talent, the, the most talented rosters in college football, and who does the most with them. We're going to address that now that the season has started. It'll give you an idea uh, as we go into um, the season and as we go throughout the season, who really has the talent. We've got uh, a complete list over at LandryFootball.com if you want the breakdown of all the rosters. We're going to hit on some high points, who gets the most out of the roster. Roster analysis in college football, the topic on today's Landry Football Podcast, part of the Landry Football Podcast Network. I mentioned you can get more detailed breakdowns of all the rosters, all the teams, all the games, all the players, all the coaches, college football, NFL, over at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the football season sale today. Folks, It uh, it's your best companion, whether you're interested in fantasy, whether you're interested in the wagering aspect, if you just want to learn about personnel, you're interested in recruiting, the transfer portal, the games, the players, teams, the coaches, the schemes on the college or NFL level, we got you covered at LandryFootball.com. One-stop shopping. Give you a coaching, scouting, front office, playing viewpoint over at LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of the football season offer today. You can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But the football season offer is the best deal that we have going. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. So who's the most talented team in college football? Um, you could take a look at the, all the metrics. All the It's not just about numbers uh, in recruiting. It's about understanding and evaluating talent. It's important to understand. Um, since, 19, and since 2015, rather, every national champion ranked within the top 10, um, every champion was – was in the top 10. In fact, every title winner uh, was ranked in the top six, except Clemson in 2016. Um, some players fairly live up to their hype. Others outperform their, expect, outperform their expectation. But the talent is supreme. It's the key. It's what sets the standard. You won't be surprised in who ranks at the top. It's Alabama, it's Georgia, it's Ohio State. Um, if you look at total overall metrics, Alabama's had, quote-unquote, the best talent, just in terms of just overall numbers and, you know, rankings. But Georgia's actually been better in the trenches. It's why Georgia's got the best program in the country right now over Alabama, because they've been better at the line of scrimmage than Alabama has. We'll see is Alabama – going to potentially change that. Ohio State's probably the most explosive roster in terms of speed, skill position guys. Um, it's a difference, a tremendous difference between these three, three, three programs and the rest. Um, Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State are ridiculously talented. Um, they've Alabama in the past has been ranked really high, but they've missed on a lot of their 
recruiting evaluations. Um, I think the one thing that's hurt them is the, the fact that they've missed on more guys than say Georgia has coaching changes and not as good evaluators. Those, all those things have a part of it. I think that Georgia who's ranked in the top three every year since 2017 has done a better job of maintaining continuity within their program. They've been better at the line of scrimmage and they've had less misses than Alabama. So they've actually quite frankly, been more efficient. Um, it's worth noting that 23 Georgia Bulldog roster is less talented than the two champions that preceded it. Uh, not by a lot, but by a little bit. You lose that many players. You've got good guys that you're recruited, but will they be as good? Will they be as developed? you got maybe a lot of the same people developing, developing them, but you've got some coaching changes. And some of the players that maybe are ranked this high is some of the guys that have exited the program may not develop as well. They may not be as hard of a worker. They may not have as much uh, luck health-wise. Don't know. I would probably right now have more confidence in the Georgia program in their evaluation, their development, than any other program in the country. Ohio State, who's not gotten out of their league the past couple of years because they are not as physical as Michigan, um, they are as explosive, if not the most explosive team in the country. Um, they may not have a Heisman Trophy candidate quarterback. They're young this year, but they are unbelievably talented at the skill position. Um, Clemson is top five. They continue to stock its roster. They're relevant every year in terms of talent. Um, They've got 56 four or five star recruits on the roster, which is a little bit more than they had even in their 16 championship year when they had 39. Um, They've not been as active or committed to the NIL. That's saying a lot. They, it's an understatement, actually. They're not really into the NIL process. That's hurt them a little bit. The team that probably has um, got a lot of pressure because they've got a lot of talent, but they've not done nearly as much with it. We know that um, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State's achieved a lot. Texas A&M is not. They rank uh, in the top five, top six talent-wise. Um, USC's another one. There's a lot of talent there. For USC, it's one-sided. They don't play good enough on defense. They're not talented enough on defense. They don't develop well enough on defense. The whole offense and program is built around the off built around the offense. A and M has been an underachieving program. Uh, they continue to have really good talent. They have guys that they bring in, but um, they're not as well coached. They haven't been as well coached. They've not been as consistent. They've underachieved. They've had guys that have been a little bit more entitled through the NIL process, which 
aided their recruiting a great deal, but it didn't make it. It aided it, but they've not been really good at developing that. That's why Jimbo's under a lot of pressure. There's also a lot of pressure at Texas. The talent level's been very good at Texas. It's still top 10, 12 good to not achieve what a TCU did or what Kansas State's done. The lack of consistency at Texas is very concerning because they are talented. They're more talented than their record seems to be. Is it entitlement? Is it coaching? Is it a combination? Don't know. I think Steve Sarkeesian is building his team a little bit differently than we've seen in the past. Um, They've got more balance on the roster. They look a little bit in a built a little bit more like maybe Clemson has done it with maybe not as much defensive talent. Um, but they've got playmakers. Okay. Good at quarterback. I think their offense will be challenging. Now, Texas isn't where Alabama, Ohio State, or Georgia are every year. But they're pretty good. They're not that far away. And so I think this is what makes this Texas and Alabama game week two so intriguing is Alabama's more talented overall. But is Alabama going to be able to stop, get enough stops against Texas, Texas's offense? And if they can't, can Alabama's offense control the game, control the line of scrimmage with the run game to maybe reduce the possessions that Texas offenses, offense has? And if Alabama needs to, can they match points? It's going to be real interesting. Um, taking a look at the, uh, looking at the cutoff point to figure out who can make the playoff. Folks, you can talk all you want. There's, and we've seen a TCU get in. We've seen a Cincinnati get in. So I'm not going to say somebody can't, but a lot of it's circumstantial. It's very clear. It's Alabama. It's Georgia. It's LSU or the teams in the SEC. Don't think A&M is good enough of a team yet. They're talented enough. Ohio State and Michigan are the only two teams in the Big Ten. USC, Washington, Oregon are all capable of being in that conversation. I think Florida State and Clemson are capable of being in that conversation. I think you can throw Texas in it in the conversation of making the playoffs. Um, The teams that are not ultra-talented, that are relative to the top, what I'm talking about, the top tier that have made the playoffs, the 2015 Michigan team, Washington, Cincinnati, TCU. They were all top 20, but they were more in the latter part of the top 20. There's only 15, 20 teams that have even have a chance, and realistically, it doesn't need to go more than four or five. Um, but I do think the top 20 represents a line of demarcation in terms of roster quality that gives you a chance. Now, transfer portal affects it. Um, Florida State hasn't recruited top 20. Their roster <clears throat> only barely gets into the top 20 because of transfer portal, but they've done it nonetheless. So um, some programs that have helped themselves recently um, on the rise, so to speak. TCU did a really good job improving their roster. They were ranked like 21st. 
uh, Trey Sanders, Tommy Brockemeyer transferred into the program. Th those are guys that helped him a great deal. Um, now, I do think a couple of programs that have helped themselves recent years, Missouri uh, in team talent, top 30, um, just up from like 45, 50. They've jumped in the rankings. Um, they've been aggressive with a name, image, and likeness push. Is Eli Drinkwitz a good enough coach to get it done in a conference where they're still going up, up against teams with more talent and better coaching? Louisville made a huge jump. They jumped like 30 spots up into the top 30 when they were barely into the top 60 a year ago. They only had seven former four-star uh, four recruits on their roster. They've got 23. So they went from four, four, uh, four, excuse me, seven four-star recruits in 22 to 23 this year. Tremendous talent jump. SMU ranked 55th a year ago, 33rd now. They're the top-ranked group of five team in the country, and it's not particularly close. Memphis is at 63. Colorado's ranked 63rd last year. Um, they've moved from 11th in the pack team, uh, pack 12 team talent to fifth. So they're not as bad talent wise as people think. I heard quote unquote, somebody say Colorado is the worst roster in college football. That's, that is not even close. They're not, they're not even the worst in the pack 12. And I'm talking about the current pack 12 and they're, they're top six in the, the pack 12. They've got talent. Coaching could be another issue. Uh, teams that get more out of their programs, teams that are ranked at a certain level, but the results are better. Michigan's number one. They won back-to-back -back Big Ten titles, and they've got a really good roster. But it's not Ohio State's roster. Ohio State's roster, as I mentioned, is top three. Michigan's top 15. The Buckeyes have 73 former blue-chip recruits entering 23, while Michigan had just 47. Michigan's more physical. They've bullied Ohio State. The best developmental program in the country, I've said time and time again, Utah. They're 51st in terms of talent. They win the Pac-12 against a USC that's top 10 talent-wise. But they do it with not only good coaching, but discipline and line of scrimmage play. Um, good special teams play. They can bully and be physical and beat a more talented team, and they do so. Kansas State, boy, Chris Kleiman's doing a lot what Bill Snyder did. Number 67 talent-wise. Yet look at the result. Won the Big 12 last year. I know TCU made the playoffs, but Kansas State played right there with them, was in the Big 12 all year long, and they're 67th. Incredible job. Teams that are doing less with more, we just mentioned Texas and Texas A&M, they belong into that category. No question about it. Miami, they've ranked in the top 20 every year since 2018. Only one season with a better than 60% 60 win rate in 2020. Um, Mario has proven time and time again, good recruiter and not a very good coach. Whether at Oregon, at Miami, that's a problem. It continues to be a problem. 
They are a top 15 talent team in the country, and they play like just an also-ran program. Nebraska hadn't made a bowl since 2017. And look, their talent's not bad. They rank among the top five in the Big Ten in terms of talent. And you know who is, again, Michigan's got more talent, and certainly Ohio State does. Penn State does. Okay, after that, Nebraska usually comes in fourth, fifth, or sixth, usually top five. Um, Wisconsin usually or sometimes is ahead. They're usually no worse than fifth Nebraska. Yet they have not been, they haven't been a bowl since 2017. Should change. Matt Rule should have a positive impact. They'll be better coached. They'll be more disciplined. And they'll be able, to be able to find and develop talent a little bit better at Nebraska. So just some thoughts as we get into the college season, how the rosters stack up. You want to learn more, you go to LandryFootball.com. That's where you get all the detailed breakdowns, players, teams, coaches, schemes. Um, we got it all covered for you. LandryFootball.com. We'll break down. Look, you got the detailed breakdowns, Florida, Utah, LSU, Florida State, North Carolina, South Carolina. We'll have all the games. We'll give you some picks on all the games. You want uh, uh, lots of details about the roster analysis. We've got uh, more details there. NFL, um, evaluating all the rosters as we head into the NFL season. All the players, teams, coaches, schemes, from a coaching, scouting, front office, playing perspective, that's what you get at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our scouting season offer today. You can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. But our football season offer is the best one that we have going. Subscribe, like, and share for free. The Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, a reminder to check out the folks at MyBookie. Um, go to MyBookie.ag now and register for an account for free. When you get ready to make your first deposit, use the promo code LANDRY, all caps, L-A-N-D-R-Y, and you grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code LANDRY to claim your deposit bonus. And for a limited time, get a free chip to use in my bookie casino. So um, it's a great way to wager. You can get a bonus uh, in, in the process to get you a little extra money, some free money to wager with this season. So check out mybookie.ag, but make sure that you use the promo code LANDRY, all caps, L-A-N-D-R-Y. That's the way to make sure that you get your bonus. Uh, Always great to be with you. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you next time, everybody.